stars collide when I go to bed at night. In the morning they are silenced by the light. Do they sound off putting? Do they glow and spite? As the cosmos crash as I'm by your side. Hello, hello, once again from the Spinning Thoughts podcast. This is Angelo. Typically, here I would say that I am joined by my dear friend Brandon Robertson, and he would come in with his goofy voice and say, "Hey guys, what's up?" But today is is not that's not going to happen on this episode. Unfortunately, uh, Brandon is a little under the weather. Now he just celebrated a birthday not too long ago. I don't know if this is from him partying too hard or from the old age getting to him. But I'm flying solo today, kind of. Uh, flying solo because really I have a guest here today. This is another episode that's in line with our Four Chord Music Festival podcast special. So we're talking to another band that is on the Four Chord Music Festival this November the 13th. I want to thank my good friend Stephen from Smile My Dear for joining me today. Stephen, what up, dude? Not much, dude. How's it going? Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to be a part of this. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Uh, we're glad to have you on board here. Uh, I speak for Brandon in this episode. We're glad to have you. Um, we're going to chat about the Four Chord Music Festival as this is you know, part of the special for it, but we're going to talk about it in a little bit. We're going to build up to that uh, and let you know our listeners get to know you a little bit, Stephen. So uh, I ask every band that jumps on, we, we just assume that our listeners have never heard from you. So talk to me about you know who and what is Smile My Dear, where you're based out and located, what how long you been doing it, things like that. Cool. Smile My Dear is basically a group of uh, goofy-ass dudes who uh, <laughs> like to play music. Yeah. That's basically how we like to describe it. It's good. Uh, we're, from, we're from New Brighton, we're from Newcastle, we're from Elwood City, and from Sharon, PA. So we're from like a little all over. Yeah. But we play pop punk, emo, poppy, pop punk, um, cheesy music, uh, stuff like that. We, uh, we've been uh, playing out and about for a while. We're actually so excited for Four Chord. Mayday Parade was the, one of the big reasons why we started this band. No it was way. Completely unreal. It was completely unreal. We uh, when Rishi messaged us was like, "Hey, don't tell anybody, but hey, you guys are on the show of Mayday." And we were like, "Oh, dude!" Like we we screamed in a gir- the most girly voice you'll ever hear. <laughs> I, I would too, man. Uh, Brandon and I were in a band called the Even Three. We talk about it from time to time on the podcast. You know, just a smaller band from Pittsburgh. We call it gritty rock, um, and. You know, I think that playing with a band like Mayday Parade and Spill Canvas, Hit the Lights, I mean, that's fantastic. And you guys have made a, a nice impact here in the Pittsburgh music scene in the surrounding areas and, and I'm sure beyond that. So um, every band on this festival is just fantastic and, and deserving of uh, people's time to see. So what is, definitely, definitely. what is your role in the band Smile My Dear? Uh, I'm the lead singer. Uh, recently we had a lineup change. We had a, we had a, you know, like four or five members over the summer, but then, you know, uh, commitment issues were a thing. So we were like, okay, like we want to take this band seriously. We want to get somewhere. So we changed it up a little bit. So I took over lead vocals. We got a a new guitarist and a drummer. So it's going to be pretty sweet. I can't wait. This lineup's solid. I play up to like the greatest musicians I've ever like had the privilege to hang out with. It's pretty sweet. I learned, I learned stuff every time we play. So, and I'm glad that you brought up the member change in the band because that was actually a talking point of mine. And I don't want to spend too much time on it. But from what I read, you guys left on good terms. There's no bad blood between you all. But I mean, what what really, you know, what's behind the change? Does it change what Smile My Dear does? I mean, it, you know, what what is it in that regard? Well, see, we uh, we started getting more more known in the local area. We started getting, like, you know, we, we had a manager a really cool guy messaged us and said he wanted us a part of his, like, you know, his group. And like, I talked to the uh, members and like, we had several members who were like, I don't know if I want to take this that far or anything. We were like, well, like we, we just got offered to do a, a U.S. tour and everything. And you guys don't want to be a part of that. Like, this is, this is going to be sweet, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and they they were like, nah. So we were like, okay, nah, you're not in the band. Yeah, I, so, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. They just weren't committed. Exactly. Which I mean, they're still really cool dudes. I'm still right. really good friends with them. They're great. They're great musicians. I'm not going to talk bad of them as a person or anything. No. It's, just, it's a tough to commitment. To do. It's a tough commitment, you know. And as you start to acquire a fan base, 
you know, you also acquire responsibility. I mean, you know, I know that a lot of bands don't want to hear that, but you know, the fans, that's why you do what you do, you know? And that's why there's so much energy and like emotion behind what you do is because it resonates and connects with other people. If you have members in the band that, you know, can't dedicate the time to progress that mentality, then there's nothing wrong with that. But at some point, you know, it's either got to, the band's got to stop or the band's got to move forward, you know? Definitely. And uh, as for the style you're asking for, like we're definitely keeping the same how it's, it's, uh, it's, it kind of changes with every song we write, but we try to give off that fun, energetic feel of, uh, you know, the classic pop punk mixed with a popier sound. Definitely want to keep a song stuck in your head all day, whether you like it or not. And that's what's really yeah. awesome about that genre, like the pop punk, you know, the early 2000s kind of stuff. Uh, that was, you and I are probably around the same age and everything. I mean, that's kind of what I grew up listening to. And, you know, it, it sticks with me and, whether I like it or not, uh, and I do like it, so you know, <laughs> no problem yeah, there. But that helps. Yeah, it it's it's helps. fantastic. So you, you mentioned the genres and everything. What what bands or artists would would you say have inspired or influenced your music at all, like in particular? On uh, the most, uh, probably Panic at the Disco, Fall oh, okay. Boy, Mayday, Mayday Parade for sure. There's uh, definitely a spin of different like heavier bands in there from different members. But lyric writing wise, I like the all right, everybody's going to hate me for saying this, but I like the flow of how Justin Bieber sings. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. The guy is a talented musician. <laughs> he is. Yeah, his new album was pretty good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like the way his style of singing and stuff is definitely what like, I try to uh, mimic in some ways. I think so that's fantastic. Throw in everything. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, you mentioned that you're based out of Pittsburgh, correct? Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're like Basically. twenty minutes from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. So we spend most of our time out there, anyways. Yeah, 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 for sure. But you know how Pittsburgh is. If you're even within like an hour, like people from Youngstown say they're from Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> if you're even close, you could say that you're from the city. But um, so you're a Pittsburgh, you know, you know, born band. Let's just say or whatever. That's where you guys are at right now. I'm assuming you you play in the city of Pittsburgh often, correct? Oh yeah, definitely. What yeah, are I some of your favorite venues favorite to jam at? Oh, okay. This is my favorite part. All right. So my favorite venue ever to play ever was Altar Bar. Yeah. Rest but in peace, right? We can... Yeah. Rest... Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> but Mr. S- Mr. Smalls, I mean, it's technically not in Pittsburgh, but I guess you could say it's Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. Smalls. I still call it Pittsburgh, second... too. <laughs> but second, yeah, second Smalls is awesome. For sure. Yeah. What about and some then, of the smaller about... clubs? Of course, there's uh, East Carson Street, all the venues on there. Yeah, every single sweet. one of them. Yeah, <laughs> really, really. Every single one's pretty sweet. Great sound, great uh, great draw to everyone. Everybody I've ever met there that runs sound and stuff is very nice. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, the the, the crew in Pittsburgh for the different venues, they're all really fantastic. You can tell that they have the passion for the music, and that's why they do it. It brings me to a point, Stephen, um, to talk about, and I'm not going to mention anyone in particular here but just in i think every city has this issue but in pittsburgh it seems like you know there's a monopoly on or you know to an extent on how you get shows where you play shows who you're playing with you know do you do you notice that struggle at all yeah um it really i mean pretty much any band has the same uh opportunity to play as others do but it really depends how how you act and who you talk to and how you talk to them. Cause I'm sure like if you're like one of those bands who are like, Oh yeah, we're bigger than other local bands and we can play any show we want. Yeah. You're definitely not going to, you're definitely not going to be respected by everybody. It's, it's like a, it's like a family when it comes to Pittsburgh. It is you definitely got to know everybody and treat them the same as you would anybody else. I think that attitude that you mentioned of like feeling like you're on some pedestal to everybody else. I think at one point, and maybe that was when pop punk really like hit the gas pedal and was like at its peak in my space. And like, there was this large focus on the self, you know what I mean? Um, I think that at one point that mentality did propel bands forward to be honest with you. But what's really great about, Pittsburgh's music scene and I'm hoping you know the music scene in general is is that attitude is dissolved slightly and it is focused more on creating a family with similar artists and and the fans that that adore the artists because really 
you know, some would argue that pop punk and genres similar like ska are a dying breed. Would you agree? Uh, depending on who you talk to, I know like you could talk to a bunch of people who are just in the metal and they would say, yeah, I was in the pop punk in middle school, but when I got older, I grew out of it. But it all, all depends. Uh, pop punk's my favorite music to play because I can't jump around during a chorus in metal. I have to headbang, which is fun too. <laughs> yeah. But my, my favorite thing to do is jump off the drum risers and, yep. and like just go nuts and everybody, everybody's screaming the words in my face. Yeah, it's a, it is an insane rush. But why do you? Why is it? Because look, man, I love pop punk. I mean, I love you know starting line, newfound glory. You know, you could throw in like a little outside of that circle, taking back Sunday, brand new. Yeah, all those bands. Uh-huh. I love them all. The Used is one of my favorite bands ever. I love uh, Bert. Love the Used. But why is it that you know? I get what am I trying to say here? Why is it that pop punk and, and affiliated genres almost seem like it could only be existing for such a short amount of time and that it just can't be duplicated? Why is it that it falls into that kind of stigma? Um, um, hmm. honestly, I see it as uh, people don't know where to go with it. People who listen to it, people get this stereotypical feeling when they listen to pop punk, they're like, Oh, it's going to sound like Blink-182. Blink-182 is sweet, by the way. (laughs) And they're putting out killer new music. Right, right. And it's different than what they put out before. But like people who like stereotype it and they listen to it like pop punk. Oh, they're screaming about girls. It's going to be complaining. I don't want to listen to this instead. So I feel like uh, the Wonder Years. I uh, love the Wonder Years. Love them. Definitely started a new era of pop punk. Hell yeah. Some people love. Them and Four Years Strong are very similar in in that regard. I love both of them. And uh, pop punk is always changing. It's always uh, going, growing into different styles of it. And some people, it's grown to the point where people won't even say it's pop punk anymore, that it's pop rock or that it's uh, neon rock, whatever you want to call it. Right, right. But but it's such a a broad genre now that it's people who – aren't in the loop are going to say all oh, it's the same thing as before yeah and Which, it's it's tough these days with you know so on the side i dj um i do like part i don't do like clubs i mean i would but yeah i just to make some cash <laughs> and just because i love music so much i figure you know fuck like why not stand somewhere and play music for a couple hours and get paid to do it you know i'd be listening to music on my record player at home anyways um, but what I've come to find is, is that nobody likes to listen to the music that you and I like to listen to anymore. People like to listen to music that doesn't have instruments in it. People like to listen to music that is just a reciprocated, you know, version of one that was done a month ago. Um, I think that, you know, that creates a battle for all genres of music like pop punk, rock, metal that still hold on to, dare I say, old school, you know, approaches with instruments <laughs> you know what i mean yeah uh the ma- mainly the people who uh you know buy your music are definitely like you know not kids but like teenagers the girls that listen to your music uh their boyfriends their parents who buy them for them and um kids these days they, de- they definitely want it simple they want it something that's not like you know intricate they don't want it to, you know they don't want sweet guitar riffs with awesome vocals they want something that sticks in their head and they think it means a lot to them just because it's on the radio right right but, well, you know, and what's nice about your style of music with Smile My Dear, what you guys do and what others that are similar to you do is, is you create that resonating effect of catchiness and and being something that can't get out of one's head. But the, the genre, whether you look at it in a, under a microscope or even broadly, is a technical genre. I mean, the the drum lines, the guitar riffs, the vocal harmonies and structures, it's not simple music. It's very, right. very technical. Yeah, that's uh, that's really our goal is to try to get to uh, everybody who listens to pop music nowadays and try to get them into our music because it's, it's not pop music, it's not punk, it's pop punk, it's more of a mixture of both. Like, it's not right. like the, you know, the... Uh, pop punk from the 2000s it's we're trying to make a we're trying to define a different part of the genre to where it's like you hear the stuff you hear of the mainstream music but like it's not the basis of it you'll hear it in the like in the background or like we'll add very cool stuff to it but we want to try to keep uh the lyrics meaningful and sincere but at the same time something that you can't get out of your head 
Is there a band from Pittsburgh that you would put as one of your favorite? From Pittsburgh? Yeah. Definitely Eternal Boy. Yeah, you Definitely dig them. Eternal Boy. What did you think of their... their I, I call it a transition, and when I, I actually, we talked to Rishi episode five of this podcast and you know we kept referencing the transition from space pimps to eternal boy and he kept laughing i think the word transition just sounds kind of funny but it is a transition what are your <laughs> thoughts on it obviously if you like eternal boy you have to like space pimps because that's who they were less than a year ago so what did you think of the transition from space pimps to eternal boy uh, i've been a fan of them for years uh they invited my old band to come hang out at their music video for Party File. Rishi messaged me on Facebook a couple months ago, and I was like, "So you were in that video?" In yeah, I was. In, yeah, I was in Party File for like the front crowd, like I was just in jumping. But nice the video awkward for the video awkward phase. I was like the main actor in all of it, and uh, the people they got to, to run everything, his crew and everybody, like they're all great people. I don't understand. I, what I don't understand is how he has the coolest fr- I'm jealous of all his friends actually I'm really jealous <laughs> he has a ton really of friends cool. yeah they're yeah. all like the uh, most awesome but uh I don't know I knew I knew he was talking about changing the name for a while just because uh he said there were kids when they started and they're like yeah. it sounded sweet for a while but as they're progressing with music they want a more serious look yeah which I mean they're always going to be the space fans whenever I talk about them right like, if it's some way they don't that, that doesn't know them I'm going to say eternal boy <laughs> right. Well, and, and the thing is, is in even talking to Rishi, I think he would agree that, you know, deep down they are the space pimps. You know, they didn't change personnel. They didn't change their set. They didn't change anything but their name. So to, you right. know, to say that you're not that person anymore, it, you know, I'm not trying to get too political here or anything. And I'm not asking for one's opinion. But, you know, like those who go through like a gender transition. Right. It doesn't mean that they are different or by any means i mean they're still who they are but they have just acknowledged who they are more specifically and so i think that that's you know not to compare the two but again you know i think that you know their transition from space pimps to eternal boy they'll always retain their core their soul with a different name you know definitely yeah they're definitely still the space pimps they're just a different name i like how they uh changed it to their album name yeah yeah. That was really cool. Everything they do is methodical and definitely thought out. So good work there, Rishi and Eternal Boy. Now, Smile My Dear, again, you guys are on the Four Chord Music Festival. It's on Sunday, November the 13th. You guys, just a couple days ago, November the 1st, I believe, released a new single called Make You Say. Talk to me about it. Oh, boy, it's a sweet song. Uh, anybody who listens, it's one of those... Uh... Those songs are mixes pop and punk, like both of them together. Uh, the chorus, we try to make it stick in your head as much as uh, it can, and the verses and everything, it just uh, it just flows very well, in my opinion. Uh, hopefully, people don't think it sucks, but no, they can. It's a rocking song. It is. It's a great one. It <laughs> is. It's, it's a great one to put out there right now as you're getting ready to go into the festival and everything. And I'm sure you got other stuff. Coming down the pipeline, and we'll talk about that, but this song is definitely one that I think if I were in your band, I'd want it to be kind of like the billboard of like, hey, this is who we are. This is what we sound like. Now you should check us out more here, there, and, and, and somewhere. So a badass track for sure. Um, what I would like to know is are you working on other music, other songs, EPs, you know, full-length albums, and if so – why did you choose this track versus maybe others that you're working on to kind of be a focal point right now? Uh, it's definitely the sing along of the EP we're working on. We actually have a we're working on an EP right now. It should be out in uh, December, January of this really year. No way. What's it, it called? <laughs> um, we're not sure on the name exactly yet, but we have an idea of it. Is it don't a secret? You just don't want to. You don't want to. Oh, you're going to tell me. It's actually it's. It's actually called Your Secret Soundtrack. <laughs> so I was like catching on without even knowing it. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Um, make You Say is definitely the sing-along. It, uh, the chorus will be stuck in your head. The verses will keep you vibing and bobbing your head. So, yeah, definitely this one's the we thought was the best one to release right now, definitely before four chords. Absolutely. And you're so you're saying that there's a new EP, which I wasn't aware of, but I think it's fantastic, that's coming out either, you're saying December or January? Yep. 
Do you know how many tracks are on it? What's the vibe, the message, if there is one behind it? Can you give us any more insight to this new EP that's coming out? It's either going to be five or six songs. We know we're not sure if we have an acoustic one that we nice. want to record. Okay. We're not sure if we want to put. If we're not sure if we want to put a sappy acoustic one on an EP. You can always make it like show. a hidden track. You know, um, uh, did you ever listen to Mest growing up or even recently? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Love and, Mest. Uh, I know a lot of bands that did secret uh, songs yeah. on there. Might not be a like bad the idea. Offspring, the Offspring would always have like an extra song on one of their albums. Yeah. Or like, I like think Newfound Glory did it once. It's it's an interesting tactic, and hey, you know, I mean, why not give the listeners, you know, a little treat there at the end, just whenever they think it's kind of like when you watch a movie and the credits are rolling, you're like, oh my god, like that movie, it's fucking over, like that's crazy, and then boom, they come in for like thirty more seconds at the very end, you're like, wow, I really needed to see him one more time, you know, it's kind of like that. You're <laughs> giving them a chance to hear you one last time whenever they're feeling like they don't get it. Um, so that's great. You'll have to let us know. Uh, Steven here at the Spinning Thoughts podcast when that's coming out. Maybe we'll get you guys on again and we'll do a specific episode on the EP and play a lot of the tracks from it. But um, we actually right here right now on the Spinning Thoughts podcast are going to, Steven, play Make You Say, which basically is you know the single from the EP, I guess we could even go at. Um, so we're going to jam that right now. You cool with that? Oh, yeah, definitely. I can't wait. Awesome. All right, everybody. So here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast, check it out. Make you say by smile, my dear. Here we go. Replay that romance scene. I want to feel you're going to make a move in. I want to make you scream. Lights, camera, action, quiet on the set. I ain't even done yet. That was Make You Say by Smile My Dear. It's a fantastic track, everybody. I know you just heard it. You're going to want to hear it again. You're already humming it. So make sure you check out these guys on all the social media for that new track. Steven, 
final thoughts on Make You Say. Why should people check it out? Because uh, it'll make them say, whoa. <laughs> That's a great feeling too, you know, and it makes you want to kind of go back and give it another listen and, and really let it soak in. So Make You Say, anything um, special behind that? Are you trying to get a message or a meaning across? Um, I try not to tell the interpretations of my own writing. Good man. Because, you know, somebody can have a somebody can have a different one than me right they listen to it but that's good definitely about make definitely about making a girl say well who's the lucky girl is it somewhat what let me put it to you this way i'm not going to make you say a name but does this individual know it's about her she will she will on the 13th pretty pretty excited about that actually you're going to give her a shout out on stage um yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm not sure if she's going to be a front row in the back, but either way, like I'm going to gonna point it out. Well, we're looking forward to seeing which way that it goes. So moving forward onto the topic that's bringing all of us together this week is the Four Chord Music Festival. We've talked about it. We've danced around it a little bit. We're going to dive deeper on it right now. So Smile My Dear is one of the many fantastic, seriously fantastic artists and bands that are on this bill. Steven, bring us up to speed on, I know you kind of referenced it a little bit, but how you got brought onto this, what your excitement level is, what are your expectations from being on it? Bring us up to speed. Well, I've been talking to Rishi for, he throws, he throws it every year and I don't know how he does it so perfectly, but like, it's awesome how he does it and what he does for it. He's definitely one of the uh, best people to know in Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, I, I was absolutely. talking to him for a while. I definitely like begged him and begged him to like for us to be on it. I was like, "Hey, man, give us a shot. We're gonna we're definitely gonna have a lot of fun with this." And he was like, he was skeptical about it for a bit, and then he threw us on. Whenever he sent me that message about it, I I screamed like a girl, like, <laughs> really high pitched, the highest note I've ever. It's probably an A. Like, <laughs> you should have had it recording, man. You know, you could have used it in the future. It, uh, yeah, I should have. Uh, it was uh, it was pretty sweet. I messaged the uh, the guys right away, and then we all were like, "Okay, like, I, why can't we tell anybody right now?" Oh, how long so, did like, you have to wait? Up until we announced it, probably uh, two weeks, I think. Ah, uh, brutal two weeks, huh? That's like Definitely. worse than waiting for your first paycheck. You know how there's always like that overlap, like where you don't get it right away. It's kind of like worse oh, yeah, than the that. First, f- the first pay, you just all, you have to wait for it. You're Sucks, like, oh, right? Right now, yeah, like, damn it. Yeah. Why can't I get paid? It's kind of like that feeling, wasn't it? it? Holding back that information. It was frustrating. It wasn't really frustrating, but it was like that exciting frustrating. Have but, you played uh, with any of the artists on the bill? Um, We played with Eternal Boy, and we played with Lookout Loretta because they're Pittsburgh and yep. sweet dudes. Um, Eternal Boy kills it every time. Every actually, single uh, time, yep. Used to, I used to host concerts in my town. And I put them on one of mine before. Nice. They were uh, nice enough to support the thing we were doing down here, and they came out and played. They support anything that involves a you know DIY ethic and and anything in, in affiliated with Pittsburgh. You know, what I mean, they really they stay true. You know, for sure. Every year I've gone to four. My uh, my friends would always ask me to leave. Every year I've gone to four court, I've always wanted to stay for the last band. And yep. like, I've always been everybody's rides for everything. But like every time it gets down to the last band, they're always like, Oh dude, I have to go home. I have work or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> damn it. Like, uh, I feel so like upset and I can't wait for this year because this time I'm telling all my friends ahead of time, like find your own way home. I'm oh, watching Mayday Parade. But hell yeah. Dude, just grab their phone, go to the app store, download Uber, and fucking end it. You know what I mean? That's all there is to it. Like, you fucking want to leave, <laughs> exactly. get the hell out of here, and utilize the technology that's available to you. So you mentioned Mayday, right? They're they're like the headliner, I guess you could say, of many headlining bands that are affiliated on this festival. Who are you looking forward to as a spectator, as a fan of seeing the most of everybody on of all, I think eighteen bands. Uh, I'm excited to see. Oh, obviously, Mayday Parade. They're sweet. Um, Spill Canvas. I was really surprised whenever they got on the show. I was like, wow. Yeah, they were. And I listened to kind of like last minute ad, I guess you could say. And everyone is really thrilled to have them. Yeah, um, I'm really excited. I used to, I used to be in an acoustic group when I was growing up, and uh, just cover their songs all the time with my oh, one yeah. friend, and then. Me and my friend stopped uh, 
stopped talking to each other. So when they got on the show, I was like, I messaged him. I was like, in your face. <laughs> like, look at that. Dude. I, <laughs> he was like. Yeah, Spill Canvas, man, they they really rock. They've had quite the evolution from their first album to where they are now. You'll have people that don't like that. People did that with Chris Caraba and Dashboard Confessional. They didn't like when he, you know, expanded and diversified his music. People did that back in the 60s with Bob Dylan. You know, they did, fans want to just hear the same thing. They don't like to sometimes see, you know, the evolution of the growth, the maturity of a band. I'm saying that as a, a fan. I'm saying that as someone who runs a music podcast and someone who plays in a band. People like to hold on to the music that bands are creating. Um, but Spill Canvas, man, some of that beginning stuff was just so great and just you don't even want to call it emo because emo gets this like lame stigma, even though it, it shouldn't. But there was so many feels in their song. I mean, man, I was in high school, like my senior year listening to them my last couple weeks. And I just remember before school going, you know, to a lot, listening to that, with my friends, maybe, you know, smoking some herb and, you know, going to school <laughs> to, <laughs> to finish out high school, you know, man, they rock. So that's pretty cool. I can't tell you if I, uh, if I, I don't know if I should tell you this, but against the current, I'm really excited for a low key because I had the crush on the big, on the lead singer. I had the biggest crush on the lead singer for the longest time when I used to listen to their I still listen to their music, but when I used to get into that so much. No way. I think she's the most I think she's the most beautiful girl in the world. You know what? <laughs> I against the current, I am not a hundred percent familiar with. Now I do know of them and so we asked them to join on the podcast and and we're still hoping that they do. We we haven't been told no, but we're still hoping they do. Um and so I was looking into them and yeah, I mean, she's very, very gorgeous, um, for sure. Uh, so against the current is is on, um, so you'll get to you know experience that. Anybody else you're looking forward to? I'm just hoping I get a high five from her. I don't even know if I should <laughs> ask for a hug. Well, if she's listening right now, and and Stephen, if I could take a wild guess, I think she's listening. Um, my 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 dude here, Stephen from smile my dear here in pittsburgh they're gonna be playing with y'all against the current on um the four chord music festival give this man a high five <laughs> give this man a high five um it's all i'll ask you for is just a high five uh yeah other, um we'll make it happen hawthorne heights i can't wait uh i met them last year when we played with them uh like acoustically like when we first started and it was they're the nicest dudes ever they complimented every band that played yeah we're definitely respectful they they were a band that shot up fast, got a lot of popularity. They got in I think that they, you know, have had some peaks and valleys, like not just with the band, but on a personal level too. There's been things going on with them, you know, tragically and, you know, ups and downs like everyone deals with. But um they've had a nice resurgence and they're, you know, putting out, you know, great shows and music and, and vibes. So I'm glad to see them on the bill too. It's it's gonna be awesome. There's not one band that you don't want to see. Exactly. I know Hit the Lights uh, put out newer music recently-ish. Uh, they were, they were. I think they played uh, either the first. I don't know if they played every year. I don't know. If, I think they played the first year. Four chord. Yeah, they've definitely and been now, on it before. They're all over the place. They they work sure. like hell. You know, they they work hard as hell. And patent pending, of course. Can't yep. wait, can't wait to see them like always. Yeah, patent pending rocks. We've had you know we've talked to a lot of the artists that are playing on this festival. You know, for our you know, podcast special and patent pending is a name that's been mentioned a ton. So patent pending, if you're listening, we'd like to talk to you too. You have an email waiting for you for us to chat with you about this festival. Uh, but if everybody you're listening, on, please give me a high five. Yes. Give Steve, just everybody at the festival, just hook up, you know, Steven with a high five. That's all you got to do. It's nothing crazy. Um, and obviously everybody <laughs> listen to smile, my dear, um, we're thrilled that you're on this and that we're having the opportunity to talk to you and, and to let us get to know you better, the listeners, and to just prep everybody for your awesome set that's coming up at the Four Chord Music Festival. Now, before we get off of that topic, do you know when you're playing throughout the day? I think the festival is from 1 to 11. Do you know your time slot? It's uh, We were we were given like an idea of when and right. where we play at the show, but I'm not, it's not set in stone yet until I think the day before. Or the day of, so I don't. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say anything about it. So I'll just say uh, we don't know. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> if you sure. don't know, then it's probably best not to say it. But here, and here's the thing: 
the fact that you can or can't or don't know or whatever it is, it really doesn't matter because you should go for the whole day. It's an amazing festival. Um, you'll want to check out Smile My Dear, but you'll want to stay for the whole damn thing. If not, then are you even American and should you vote on Tuesday? Probably not. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So, Stephen, I'm excited for this portion of the podcast because this is getting a little bit more personalized to you and Smile My Dear. I created a brand new segment that we're going to play right now. You down with that? Oh, I'm excited. It's inspired it. by your band name, okay? <laughs> oh. Actually, before we play this game, is there is there a message or meaning behind Smile, My Dear? Is are is there a meaning? Uh, in the more serious in the more serious note, there's two notes of it. There's the serious note and then like the selfish note of it. The serious note is like when I when I first came up with the name, I thought of uh I thought of a girl crying and then, you know, getting in my car and playing this song that I wrote for this girl and she like stopped crying. Yeah. And like she hugged me. Man, and I've I was been there. Like smile, my dear, you know, stop yep. crying. And then uh, on the selfish note of it, uh, oh boy, uh, it's it's cool to say to a girl when you're like, they're like, what, hey, what's your band name? I'm like, smile, my dear. Just kidding. I'm just telling you to smile. And they're like, oh. <laughs> oh man, you put a pickup line in your band name. Yes. That's fucking exactly. awesome. That's reason enough to check these dudes out at the Four Chord Music Festival and on all their social media. But hell yeah, I appreciate that background to uh, the band name Smile My Dear. Now with that, I got my idea for this new segment. It's called Smile or Frown. And so here's what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to do is I'm going to just read you a, a sentence. And I want you to answer if you would smile or frown from that sentence, from what's being said, okay? I'm ready. Let's do this. Hell yeah. So this is the brand new first time ever smile or frown segment with Steven from Smile My Dear. Here we go. Smile or frown. Donald Trump becomes the president. Uh, frown. Okay. Frown. Um, are you a football fan? So you okay, you know you know football. You're a Steelers fan, right? Of course. Okay. I'm going to assume then you're not a fan of this next team. And now the reason why I put this team in here, it would have been a lot better had Brandon not gotten sick and he'd be sitting here with me because he's from Cleveland. So I wrote this specifically to kind of <laughs> jab at him and piss him off. And now he I'm staring at his empty chair and his empty computer and his empty microphone, and this will mean nothing Are to you him frowning? until yeah, I'm frowning right now. All right, sorry. I need to get it back on track. All right, so smile or frown. The Browns go winless for the 2016 season. Smile. <laughs> Brandon might not be here to hear it, but he'll hear it soon, and I'll still love it. So <laughs> thank you for that. All right. Um, smile or frown. The person you lost your virginity to. Uh, <laughs> smile. Okay. Smile, I guess. Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> Smile <laughs> or frown. Pramani sandwich without coleslaw on it. Frown. <laughs> good answer. Smile or frown. You found out you had a twin. Uh. Frown because I'd be competing with them with all their good looks <laughs> with all the girls that we talked to. Do you think that you're twin would also have a a band yeah i mean first off if he's using my pickup line i'm gonna be highly upset <laughs> uh, maybe that's why it's not working is because it's already been used by your twin uh brother or is yeah, it working uh, <laughs> i can't i can't say okay we'll just have to wait until at four chord music festival steven walks up to you and says hey you ever hear of my band, Smile My Dear? Well, I'm not even crying. No, it's the name of my band. I mean, you. That's, that's when they say. That's when they say. I heard your podcast, and now I'm frowning. <laughs> All right. So, smile or frown? We had to turn back the clocks today. Smile. I got to sleep in a little more. Hell yeah. Smile or frown? Taylor Swift. Uh, smile. How could sure. you not? I have the yeah, she's just so cute. She really is. And she's very, very good. Very dedicated 
to music and her fans. And she's she's fucking talented. I don't care what anybody says. She's very, very good. Smile or frown? Country music. <sighs> frown. Agreed. Smile or frown? Someone says to you that they like Android better than iPhone. Frown. Frown, oh. frown, double frown. That was another jab at Brandon, but he's not here. He recently <laughs> went from iPhone to Android, and he claims that it's miles and miles and miles better. I'm an Apple fanatic. I own more Apple products than an Apple store has in its inventory. So, can you can you write him a note for me? Fuck yeah! Can you, I can. Uh, can you sign? Can you sign? Can you sign my name for me? Just sign like you know, Stephen. You want me to forge like, your name? Just, yeah. Forge okay. My name. Gotcha. And then and then draw the emoji frown face. Okay, hold on. I'm signing your name. The emoji <laughs> sad face. I'm gonna draw a tear too. The, there we go. Uh, and then this is gonna throw him off. But throw the smirking one that looks like somebody's winking, but like they're smirking. <laughs> All right, hold on. So we got winky guy, but he's also like really like cheesily smirking. Yeah, so he's like attracted, but not attracted. <laughs> it's gonna throw him off. He's gonna be confused, and it's 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 gonna waste his time because he's wasting his time with Android. Well, you know what? Um, after this, everyone who's listening to this right now, I guess this will already be on social media. Look for the picture that we're going to post on Facebook and Twitter and our website with me forging Steven's name and putting down a sad face and a smirking winky face for Brandon being a douche. Can I say? Yeah, I say every other word. A douche to switch from iPhone to Droid. You can check that out on all the social media. So great. Um, I appreciate that. Now, we've got one last question for this new segment, Smile or Frown. And here we go. The direction music is going today. Smile or frown? Mm, both. Interesting. Depending on what it is. Can I, can I answer both or do I have to pick one? No, no, no. You know what? I, see, I'm not a black or white guy. I think that a lot of life lives in the gray. So I'm glad that you know, you showed that that's how you think a little bit too. No, no, no. It can be both because there's good music out there. That's like trying to fight up against the stream to like make its way to where it's trying to go. But it's just filtering through all that fucking shit too. That's tough, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, some of the new music coming out is, you know, it's like definitely like old school trying to get out there. And then there's like, there's definitely the, the evil of the mainstream trying to, you know, push that out push that away so i mean i definitely love some of the new music and i definitely hate some of it yeah i'm with you on that so that was the very first new segment called smile or frown um inspired by smile my dear that was with steven so um what'd you think man do you think that that's uh, a segment that we could carry on and in 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 it live on the podcast for a while or was it not good Oh, I loved it. I definitely loved it. I had a lot of fun. That was cool. Awesome. Very original, too. I'm actually jealous that I didn't think of that first. <laughs> well, you know what? You're welcome to use it at any point as long as I can use your pickup line and you don't get a- angry with me. <laughs> All right, deal. Deal. Awesome. All right, you heard it here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. That was um, what we call bartering. And uh, some might say if <laughs> Donald Trump wins the presidency of the United States, that that's the currency we're going back to. So, Be careful. Vote on Tuesday. All right. So we, I keep saying we, Brandon, damn you. Uh, At the Spinning (laughs) Thoughts podcast, um, when Brandon's here, we usually always actually do a segment that you probably haven't heard of yet, but it's going to catch on here soon. It's going to go down in podcasting history is one of the coolest segments ever. It's called Lyrics as a Poem. Now, what we do with this segment is... The band or artist that we are interviewing, we want you to take a verse or a chorus from one of your songs, and we want you to read it as a poem. But here's the key: don't you know be lame with it. We want it to be theatrical, dramatic, erotic, a little bit. You know, like try to really like, you know, get people feeling good. You get what I'm saying? Use your voice as your instrument. Can you do that? Tell us what song you're going to do and, and, and lay it on us thick. All right. Can you give me a second? Uh, I got I to 
I gotta like process uh, how I'm gonna say it. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. You can use an accent. You know, you can. Um, <laughs> it, it's just completely up to Don't you. Don't tell me that. You can. Don't we, tell me I can use an accent. I'll go all over the place. Well, maybe you should then. It, it may be more entertaining that way. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. There's um one of our songs called Honesty Probably. I wrote that about like falling in love with a girl, but like trying not to make it too obvious. And a side note on right. that, for those who have been listening this whole way through, that track is the track that opened up the podcast. So there we go. Full circle. Go ahead with Lyrics as a Poem by Stephen from Smile My Dear, Honestly, Probably. I love her lips, her eyes, her shining bright. Will you let me take you home tonight? How do you do? what you do and i never want to lose you <laughs> that was fantastic all right i'm gonna give it up for you you should clap for yourself man let me hear you no <laughs> i thought it was great we love this um this segment because you know truthfully from one artist to another it's very weird to say your lyrics outside the music isn't it yeah, I uh, I think I went for more of a William Shatner uh, <laughs> approach. I could tell. Uh, that's what I was getting from it. That's fantastic. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I mean, an accent would have made it sound weird, but like I just was, I just winged it. Well, you know what how it came out was uh, how it came out. What came out was pure magic, and we're proud of you here at the Spinning Thoughts podcast. So, congratulations! You are part of history now, being yet another band that has partaked in the famous lyrics as a poem segment so we're wrapping up the podcast here we've got like two more things real quick that we're going to talk about um this is a recurring segment that we have done with every artist that's on the four chord music festival that we're talking to brandon and i made you steven from smile my dear the secret santa for one of the bands on the bill now you don't have to go and buy them anything, but the point of the segment is what would you buy them? So you are the secret Santa for May Day Parade. What do you buy May Day Parade as their secret Santa? A wedding ring. I can marry all of them. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, probably, I don't know, tissues maybe because they, they've definitely gone through a hard time. You know what? That's very thoughtful of you. I, I like that. I like that. Uh, you, you know what? But not not the cliche tissues. Like ones like they're like very decorative. Like <laughs> so, it's like it's very like very meaningful when you give it to them. Almost so much that they don't even want to use them. Right. They'll they'll uh they'll throw them at me on stage when we play. Exactly. Hopefully. That's the goal. That's that's the actual goal of me giving it to them. <laughs> well, you better go out and get them and give them to them early so that it can happen on Sunday, November the thirteenth at the Four Chord Music Festival. So we've had a great time here, Stephen. I love doing these interviews because, you know, I listen to the artists, I listen to the music, I do my research, due diligence, you know, what I can. But after 45 minutes of talking to somebody, you become friends, you know, especially when you can discuss something as, as common and is engaging and encapsulating as music. So Look, man, I want to thank you for giving me this time um, and being on the podcast. Before we let you go, we want to give you the opportunity to just kind of let our listeners know where to find you online, maybe where to find you if you're playing some shows coming up. Give us the plug. Where where can we get you at? Cool. Uh, check us out on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Xbox Music, wherever you can find music, we should be on there. We're playing a show, other than the uh, Four Core Music Fest, we're playing December 17th in New Brighton with a bunch of awesome locals. I, I'm helping host the show, so we're trying to get a bunch of bands to get their name out there who haven't already. Uh, we're releasing an EP soon. We'll definitely post about it soon. Check out our social medias at uh, facebook.com slash smilemydearband, Twitter at smilemydearband. We have a website, smilemydear.com. It's in the work in progress. It's up, but it's pretty lame. Uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely stay updated on our social media for uh, either shirtless pictures or weird pictures of us doing things uh, in public that you probably don't want to see anyways, but it'd be cool to check out. Hell yes. And 
definitely follow, find, explore, and experience Smile My Dear. Check them out this Sunday, November the 13th at the Four Chord Music Festival. Steven, thank you so much for joining us here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Let's do it again soon, okay? Thank you so much for having us. Having uh, me, having Smile My Yeah. Hell <laughs> yes, you. man. It's been a pleasure, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? Definitely. Have a good one. All right, man. You too. See you Sunday. Yes, sir. Yes, we will. Talk to you soon. So, once again, I want to thank Stephen from Smile My Dear for joining me here today on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. It was lonely without Brandon. It was kind of nice without Brandon. Will it stay this way as just me? You let us know. I mean, do you like it better with just me on the podcast? That's what social media is for, to express your opinions on things that don't matter. Signing off from the Spinning Thoughts podcast, this is Angelo, also signing off for Mr. Brandon Robertson. You can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter. Our website is www.spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for checking us out. This is the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. Peace out. Your thought of me was just too little. Just move on like you'll do. I really wish that I could too.